Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. This episode of the Mark and Martin's Revolution is brought to you by Vodcast TV. Now, in the interest of full disclosure, I am the owner of Vodcast TV. And what Vodcast TV is, it's your shared podcast studio platform. And it is Joe Berg's premier version thereof. Located in the awesome Rosebank Mall here in Johannesburg, you can create your own podcast without having to know anything about cameras, lights, microphones, and all the technical bits that go into making it. Just come on in, bring your guests, and have a great conversation. Create great content for you or your business. Now, listeners to this podcast get offered a great promotion uh, where you get 20 percent off your first order simply go to vodcasttv.com forward slash revolution and get your discount there that's vodcasttv.com forward slash revolution for your discount on your first order here at vodcast tv now my guest today is none other than the patrick Hayworth, good friend of mine for many years. We've done absolutely almost all the radio work I've ever done has been with this man. Uh, I miss our show that we had together. We were some early pioneers in the internet radio industry here in South Africa, and we're certainly looking to have something start back up again. Give it up for Patrick Hayworth. A revolution is a fundamental and relatively sudden change in political power. An organization which occurs when the population revolts. revolts. This is the Marco Martins Revolution, powered by Vodcast TV. Visit VodcastTV.com for more. Hey, dude. I've never had someone introduce me that uh, that awesome before, brother. Oh, you're welcome, dude. You, you called me the Patrick Hayworth. The Patrick I, I don't think you've Hayworth. ever called me the Patrick Hayworth. But you know who has introduced you better than me? Who? You yourself. D- Every I? day, get out the shower. This, this man. <laughs> the man. I'm looking at the man in the mirror. He is the Patrick Hayward. <laughs> yeah, I know that's serious problems when I start doing that. But it's so good to be uh, be sitting behind a microphone with you again. You're spot on. The best times of my radio life were spent with you, without a doubt. Did I? I miss it every day. And you got such a cool vibe happening. Yeah, this, this sort of reminds me of the awesome time we used to have back in the day on, uh, what was it, two, two Oceans Vibe Radio? Two Oceans Vibe, 20VFM. Yes, it's, uh, I mean, the vibe is absolutely nice. We've got some people walking by, looking at us, greeting. It's just, it's just such a nice vibe. And like I'm saying, it's, it's uh, nice to be back behind the mic with you, brother. I think that's a, a partial inspiration towards this and having done this project. Yeah. Um, and a lot of this came together even better than... I, envis- I envisaged it rather yeah, no. early on. It's really cool. I, I think we have, to, we have to put out our own little bit of a disclaimer as well. This is absolutely the first time that Marco and I have done a show together or sat down and had a chat together with these on. It's, just, it's the way of the world now. It's how yeah. we're going to roll from now on. If you are trying to read lips, it must be a real pain in the butt. Look, it's been a good thing for me. It's not such a good thing for Marco because he uh, depends on his looks a lot, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whereas you get by with your voice. Yeah, absolutely. So um, uh, you've, you've done some good things here, man. Thanks. Yeah? You had some Thank good, you. You've had some good work coming through as well? Um, obviously, like everyone during the COVID pandemic, 
these difficulties. Yeah, yeah, it's been really, really rough for most people out there. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're very resilient people. Yes, uh, we're a very absolutely. resilient country. Uh, and uh, it's just, it's you know, the nice thing is, you know, the nice thing is. I, I don't even know if we can call it post-COVID because we're really still pretty much uh, living this reality. Yeah. But the, the, the nice thing that I'm picking up is that just driving into, obviously coming in to do the, uh, the, uh, the show with you here today, is that you can see the city slowly, slowly coming back to life. It's like waking up in the morning at 5 a.m. and it, it, we've been groggy for the past month. Yeah. And, and we're still sort of groggy and we're still making the cup of coffee. You know, that's, that's where the city stands now. You know, yeah. the kettle's still boiling, yeah. but at least we're up and you're rubbing a bit of sleep out of your eyes and, and we just can't wait for when that coffee's made and you're awake and you're going. Yeah, no, I think, you know what, we, we actually spoke uh, on the phone a, a little bit earlier and, and we were saying that post-COVID, uh, I think that it, it's, it's, it's really going to open up the market for a lot of good things to happen in around uh, South Africa and the world, Dad. I agree. And speaking of opening up things and it's, it's specific industries that will probably benefit the most yeah. and an industry that seemed to have taken its decline year on year for the past few years is an industry that we know and love and it's the radio industry and it's really sad it's and really sad, the, yeah. the terrestrial radio industry and can we say it's through no fault of their own though to be honest you know, you know what i think but you know open space you know, you know free what to I, speak you know what i think but i think it's it's a little bit of both uh, technology is obviously taking all sorts of industries in, in, in various different directions and, and, and different planes and spheres and whatever. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, we were just saying as well a little bit earlier on that um, f for us to literally sit down and listen to a radio station has almost become a terrestrial radio station, traditional station, has almost become a bit obsolete. Uh, because of all the devices that that's happening now, I mean, you you've, you've got this cool little device in your car. We were chatting about the Android. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So um, I mean, I subscribe to Spotify. I listen to podcasts, and uh, this is my on the road entertainment in the car. Uh, when at home, again, podcasts, again, Spotify. Yeah. So the whole drive towards going to terrestrial FM broadcasters has diminished greatly. Yeah. And I think the desire to be there already diminished before for me. Uh, I stopped enjoying the content. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I sorry about it. I literally, I, I said, you know, it's, it's a little bit of both, the decline of, of mm. terrestrial radio. So obviously technology has its has big part in it. But also, I mean, we... Not wanting to sound too boastful or whatever, we spend so much time on content. We we yeah. spend so much time on prepping content. Uh, yeah. So let's let's not hammer at everyone. Yeah. So this is something I admire from radio. Maybe it's because it's what we did and it's yeah. what I wanted to do. And yeah. I always think that radio content was always at its best when it's almost overproduced yeah when yeah. you do so much work yeah. to go into like a five second clip or a 15 second clip or just a little piece of production where you're working on it all week yeah. for your weekend show yeah. or you're working you know you you can't be a radio presenter do the breakfast show show up at five talk 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 look up something online oh the price of wedding dresses has gone up. Let's talk about that. And yeah. then like in on the spot during a music break, come up with your content for the, for the link. 
and then come eight o'clock, go home, check your emails, try to go and hustle yourself some MC gigs or a DJ thing, whatever, and completely forget about your show and leave it to the producers at the station who aren't motivated to do that much for your show either and sadly and that's what's uh, that's what's become of modern day radio. a lot of it absolutely a lot of it yeah. and it's, it's a, a thing that i liked about roger yeah. roger good he's showing the in the mornings on 5 yeah. fm yeah that was probably near the proper end. content proper content well whether you like his content or yeah. not you know because everything is by taste everything yeah. Yeah. on this planet so yeah. whether you like him or not I will always admire Roger, and, and I really enjoyed the content that spoke to me, but I will always admire Roger because you can hear the work yeah. that goes into that show. Yeah. Similar to what Gareth used to do on his show, even though it's a completely different style, very journalist-orientated, very political, very uh, news-driven, very this, instead of the silliness that comes with Roger's loud personality, Gareth's show was um, orchestrated, coordinated, and very well prepared. And you know, you know, what I like you use the word you could you could hear the you could hear the preparation. You can hear the preparation. Air. You can also hear the non-preparation on air. And because people are and because we as 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 mankind's living in this in this almost new dawn of technology and, and the way the world's going. A personal opinion, and that's what we we did, is uh, you almost now competing literally with uh, with the other side. You know, you're competing with the technology. You, you you've literally got to put more effort. You've got Absolutely. to put so much more effort into what you do. And sadly, it's not happening, mate. Because you don't have the monopoly of the ears yeah. anymore. Because you used to drive in your car and you had CDs, which... Very little options, buddy. Very few options. Yeah. So you just put on the radio station because you were going to work and you would probably flip between them because they'd irritate you or whatever. It's like, okay, let's listen to 947 now. Let's listen to 5 now. Let's switch to Metro. Yeah. Let's switch to Wow, whatever, whatever. You don't have that problem no more. You can select your yep. content. You, you can be so selective of your content where they haven't... And I think that there's complacency that came in place. Yep. I think that the consultants didn't know what they were getting into, first of all. Um, where th This is, again, my opinion. Yeah. There was a shift in radio probably five years ago yeah. where you heard presenters going from big voices, big personalities like you, yeah. and it was switching to more like your buddy in college. Yeah. You know, and that was the sound. So now market research showed why social media was so popular is that they weren't talking to this unrelatable figure they were speaking to literally their friends and family. Yep. And I think the consultants read into that and said, okay, we're losing ear share yeah. on radio because our personalities aren't relatable. Mm. So let's give them relatable personalities. Mm. And I think that fell short because it's, now you've actually only given up the thing that you do have. You know, you know, the, you know the, 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 the weird thing about that is, Marco, is, is, is radio as a whole, has always been considered to be a very personal medium. Right. Even with the big DJ voice, even with the big presenter, the, what you refer to, they might have thought the unrelatable voice coming through the speakers. Radio has always still been the most intimate medium. Right. I agree with you, and, and this is why it had its massive renaissance after its early fall in the 60s in the US and, and here later because of television. Yeah. You know, where TV sort of took away the radio drama 
and all of the content from radio. Yeah. And then radio had its renaissance because of that intimate personality that yeah. you get to know every day. Yeah. You know, every day I listen to Gareth yeah. in the morning, Monday to Friday, and I feel like I know him. Yeah, because he's right. in your kitchen, he's in your he's car, he's in your bedroom. Absolutely, he's, in, yeah. he's there with you all the time. Perhaps he shares some of your views, perhaps he's educating you, but he's speaking into a microphone, it's coming into your ears almost as if you're having this very personal conversation like we're having now. Yeah. Now, this is why podcasting has grown so huge, yeah. is that continuous content, that continuous relatability, and uh, this continuous conversation. Yeah. Now, of course, that's why radio had its renaissance, because it was... It, it had already fallen away because of technology in the first place. Now, for it to have that renaissance again is difficult because radio is still radio, yeah, yeah. but digital. Yeah, yeah. You know, so podcasts are still podcasts. Yeah. So how's an FM broadcaster survive from thing? Well, you have to, first of all, keep what you've got. Yeah. I think that's, that's critical. You've got to keep what you've got, like the personalities and stuff. But you've got to work so hard. You've got to work like a YouTuber. Absolutely. A YouTuber, a successful YouTuber creates content. And I mean, uh, barring the odd few who just are very popular from just a, a very easy vlog and they're yeah. just dishing out like this morning I had a conversation with someone and they said this. Can you believe it? Whatever. Yeah. So there are successful YouTubers like that. But if you look at the rest of YouTube, like a lot of people are only able to put out a video a week. Yeah. And, and they're hugely popular, but the content has been so much work. And it's a one-man team or a two-man team or mm. like a very small team of people trying to work really hard to create content mm. for their audience. And radio got complacent because they had the ear share because you had no choice. Yeah, yeah. You had no option. And I feel that's where the complacency came in. And once again, to reiterate, not hammering at everyone in radio because there's a large portion of people still doing very good work. But I think there's a larger portion of people who have that complacency, idiotic radio tendency. And if I hear one more piece of content like, hey, 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 so we got so-and-so on the line, and his girlfriend's left him, guys. Yeah. Oh, no, no, that's done. his think... girlfriend's left him, guys. Yeah. Let's help get them back together. Let's give her a call. Let's see what's going on. Mm. And if I hear that one more time, no, it's no, like... I think, I think, that for, I think that, that's... that's not, it, it's done. It's tired. It worked. It's too easy. Yeah, I mean, we did stuff like that. It worked. Uh, I, I, I just don't see how that, that's going to work in 2020. Sure. Yeah. So you can do... It's just you can't be agony aunt. You can't be agony aunt on radio and expect people yeah. to want to listen. Yeah. You have to create a lot of content. So yeah. it's all cool to throw one of those in. Mm. But for, for that to be your standard yeah. of your content is poor because it's, it, it sounds lazy. You can hear it. You can hear that Here's not a lot a of work. Here's a question. We get, um, we get thrown back into the lion's den. Someone gives me a call. Hey, Pat, we want you back on, on our station. Uh, I say, okay, cool, I'm on my way, I'm bringing my mate with. Um, here's a question for you, right? So you're my main producer. Marco, we've got a drive show. What sort of content do we put out in 2020? What do we do? You and, you and I, yeah. It's such a tough question. I know, bud. It's such I a know, tough buddy. question. Yeah. Um, I think there's a couple things to take into account. How restricted are you by the format? Uh, That's how you take the job in the first place. No, because I'll, you, I'll, I'll draw the scenario. I'll draw the scenario. So it is a sort of... 
So it's it, it, it's not it's 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 not completely personality driven. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's still very station driven. But we have a little bit of leeway to create decent content. What do we do, Marco? I think uh, where I'd start. Yeah. So the starting point. First of all, it would be it would be based still largely. You, you you're not going to join a brand if you can't relate to the brand, and if you want to detract too much from that brand. Uh, then why partner in the first place? So, for example, if you're going music radio, yeah. then you're going music radio and you have to sort of relate to that sort of audience and uh, you still need to conduct proper market research and mm. find out what that audience is looking for. Um, so my first point is who are you looking after? First of all, your audience. So you have to concentrate greatly on your content. Second of all, your employers are being looked after by even more important Uh, benefactor and that's your advertiser so how can you marry your advertiser with sponsored content Mm. instead of interrupting your content with ads because this is the first thing that's going to throw people away from that content is is unrelatable advertiser content and if I were an advertiser now and I looked at radio rates Mm. if I looked at the, the normal rate card for a radio station and I saw, oh my goodness, you are charging that much yeah. for spots. Yeah. Oh, but we've got this many listeners. Yeah. How many of those listeners are switching over during an ad break? Yeah. That's what's important. So I would want to look after the advertisers, but most importantly, I'd want to look after your audience. Yeah. The stakeholders haven't changed that much. So, I mean, you've, no. you, still have, you still have the listeners. Well, because, yeah. because their technology hasn't changed. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they still have the same they just diminished the audience size because they've lost market share. Yeah. So first of all, uh, my first demand would be that my content remains my content. Yeah. I'm, I'm leasing it to you as the station and we will distribute it on other platforms. Whether or not you license that content on the other platforms as well in terms of you, you are now licensed for the ownership of that content now on the digital side of things as well or not, that will be discussed in your contractual obligation yeah, yeah. but it will be content 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 so you'll literally have you know it, it you'd have to have creative meetings with who you're doing it with you and i we created a lot of content on the fly and, and we always came up with new content i mean if we think of uh, uh today tomorrow and with yeah. teddy yeah. um that was like a staple yeah. in in our broadcasting the first thing i would do is i would if i if i accepted a job like that First of all, I would dedicate the three hours of broadcast time to to that project. I would then dedicate a minimum of another three hours of production time per day, per episode. Minimum. Minimum. You then have to have your creative meeting time and things like that. And then you need to take a lot of personal time into research, you know, follow. uh, Musicians listen to music all the time. Authors read books all the time. It's so important to get content. Now, from a radio perspective, are you going to try to get content from your peers? Mm. At the moment, not. Mm. Not for me. Yeah. But I would, I would look at the, the other elements and I would look at like YouTubes and stuff like that and try and see where you can align yourself in terms of content development. Mm. So, yeah, say, say you were to be contacted by a major broadcaster and they said, hey, come in, come do a show. Uh, first of all, I'd be reluctant to move on to there. Okay. Um, but if it were to happen, there, there'd be certain criteria I'd want to meet. And I think it would be the only reason I'd be approached anyway. You know, the nice thing is, and, 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 and I know you, you, you obviously still still on, 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 on the trend, you're explaining what's happening. You know, the nice thing is about 
about tackling a radio product like we have done in the past and just sitting and listening to you for the past few minutes how you would strategically take our show forward is the three hours on the air is just but a, a, a drop in the ocean of what actually happens behind the scenes trying to put a radio product together and that I always, I always felt for me personally I always felt that's where the, the, the real fun was you and I sitting yes. and, and producing for me that was always where the real fun was when I go on the air yes it's brilliant because you've got your audience and, and you've got the thrill of being live on, 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 on radio but the real fun for me was sitting down you and, you and oh, I sitting down in, in the room and we create content for the weekend show and the, and, and, and the cherry on top is watching it work with the audience on air on a Saturday yeah. or Sunday afternoon absolutely so, so it's, it's, as you deliver it's the prep it's the prep that is a massive part of the fun yeah for me in radio which which astounds me that you still have presenters like you said that rock up for a three hour show sit there open up uh, the internet and get a story from t- these people do they still TMZ. go to TMZ do they yeah, still do yeah, they yeah. go on to TMZ and come up with a story uh, 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 about Rihanna not wearing a mask at a mall did Rihanna not wear a mask at the moment? I've just made that up. She probably did. Uh, I don't, I you know, know that because... Okay, so th- this is the thing about digital yeah. that you can't do with radio because with radio, people are getting the whole context. Yeah. Now, what's going to happen is if, if this production was large enough and if we had enough listeners to this podcast, yeah. someone would clip you saying Rihanna not wearing a mask at the mall and quote you on it. And it would be a massive story. <laughs> it would be a massive story. A massive story, uh, which I, I wouldn't mind because, you know... It's, Rihanna, dude. <laughs> she didn't wear a mask Rihanna. at the mall, though. That's the real thing. Oh, uh, sorry, Rihanna. We know that you wear your mask everywhere you go, and you probably don't go to malls. And they can clip you saying that, no? Probably. Yeah, which, which is good. We don't mind. We don't mind. So anyway, yeah. this is this is my my view on on radio today yeah. and where it stands and why I see podcasting as the future. It's those those relationships that you're seeking, yeah. that those intimate relationships that you developed with your presenters, yeah. um, very niche, very specific to your thing because there's so much variety out there because anyone can do a podcast. Mm. You're not as general as like a 5FM, 947, all of these stations had to be to try and appeal to this large audience yeah. because as much as demographics used to be 18 to 28, yeah. it's, it's, that's just it, collapsed. Is, it is now... Mm. Mm. 18 to 22 likes cars yeah. is a male does this yeah. does that it's whatever, whatever. It's, it's becoming so niche so specific. independent and yeah. specific so uh, first of all you have to almost get out of the mindset that you got from radio and mm. saying a million listeners is success yeah. 10,000 listeners is failure whereas 10,000 um, very good quality listeners yeah. someone who's got a really good relationship with you real dedicated real good following yeah. is more valuable than the million nonchalant listeners yeah. I think uh, you know what I think and, and you've said this to me a while ago and I must give you I must give you credit I have to give you credit for this we were we were on we were we were producing radio shows and we were doing we were doing a bit of inter, dabbling in a bit of internet radio at the time we had the most successful show um internet radio show in the uh, time yeah yeah um and and you then and, th- and I'm speaking many years ago mate I'm speaking many many moons ago you then said to me you know what pat I worry 
I worry for commercial radio. And I was the one, being a very old school guy, I was the one who said to you, ah, oh, no, it'll never happen. It'll absolutely never happen. Radio's here to stay. It'll ne no nothing can break radio. Because there was such a big force. And you said to me, they're in trouble, and look where we are, bud. Look yeah. where we are. Um, look, they, they're still just about surviving here in South Africa. Yeah. I think internationally they're struggling a little bit more. And uh, I think the consultants have perhaps woken up from yeah. that time that I spoke about where they said we're going to change everyone to relatable to try and compete with Facebook. Yeah. Um, you know what they should do? They should get a 15-year-old, maybe maybe a 15-year-old is too old. They should get like a 12-year-old <laughs> consultant. To tell them how to do radio. To tell them what they need and what they should be doing. The only problem is that 12-year-old yeah. is going to come on and say, but why are you doing it? like this why are you broadcasting over this like airwavy thing just <laughs> put it on the internet what is this what is this yeah. just put it on the internet so i gotta go and turn this and then <laughs> hit this button and then find you why not just yeah. okay let me just youtube some usb <laughs> microphone plug it into my laptop <laughs> Yeah, there we go. It's, it's interesting times, brother. Really, really interesting times. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I got to say that you, 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 you always keep uh, on the forefront of technology. You always try and move forward. You always try and keep abreast of what's happening around the world. And you keep me up to date uh, in terms of stuff that uh, project that that we work on. So, and it's really cool. It's really, it's, it's, it's refreshing. It's nice, and it's always, it's, it's, it's always really cool chatting to you, brother. Um, speaking of staying up to date and, yeah. and fresh, and obviously what's the word on everybody's lips at the moment is still COVID and yeah. it's still lockdown. How was your lockdown, buddy? Uh, you were saying to me this is your, yeah. one of your very first trips out of the house beyond yeah, so, general shopping and the odd voiceover work that you've had to go and do in an outside studio. Yeah, so I've, I've, got, the, I've got the absolute pleasure of, of, of still uh, being with my 70-year-old, 71-year-old mum now. Right. So, um, and, and we all know about COVID attacking, you know, people with underlying conditions and, 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 and. so I've literally, Mark, I've literally stayed in what you call a, 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 a nonstop, a perpetual level five lockdown. Um, and, and, and the nicest part of, of, of lockdown, and I've, and I've heard people say this before, and, and, and I'm not paraphrasing or, or trying to, to say the popular thing. The nicest thing about the, the lockdown has been that I've honestly gotten to know my family so much better uh, that, you know, I, 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 I've learned so many things from them. And it's, it's, it's been an absolute joy. It, it has been an absolute joy. It's had its challenges uh, from a financial point of view, mm -hmm. you know, what we do. Um, uh, but yeah, we're still here, we're still rocking, we're still, we're still keeping our heads above water. And I said to you that uh, I, I, I read a post from an entrepreneur who, who just before we went into the, this massive lockdown, when COVID literally just started hitting the world, um, he said his tip, his tip was, my tip for you is for 2020, stay alive. Stay alive. If you can, if you can manage to do that, you've won. Yes. Uh, and so far we're winning, brother. So right. far we're winning. You were telling me that you had some some tough times going through this lockdown? Of course, like everyone. Yeah. Um, and it, it's something I mentioned on a, a show where I had a discussion on one of my podcasts um, with an entrepreneur, Carl Vanderscape. And uh, yeah. we were discussing that this period is, is sort of similar to early business period. As you open a business, I think what a lot of young people in particular um, fall into the trap of is wanting to make money right away yeah and uh, it's just an unrealistic goal so you 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 need to be ambitious 
but you need to set realistic targets. Yeah. And if your first two years of business, your realistic target is to survive the first two years of business to generate enough revenue yeah. to not go under, that gives you a good standing for the third year of business to then start generating profits sure, and start sure. playing a long-term game. And yeah. I think 2020 is like that, whether you're an entrepreneur or an employee or anybody. Yeah. If you survive this period, if mm. you're just able to target, listen, I'm not going to get rich. Yeah. I might dip into savings, literally, yeah. that I might have had from before. Not that a lot of South Africans had savings anyway, before yeah. 2020 hit. Yeah. It's been a difficult few years. Yeah. Um, and then 2020 hits, and then you've got this this, this, this absolute need for, the, for financial aid. Um, but if you can survive this period, yeah. especially as a small business, it puts you in very good standing come the end of this pandemic yeah. because you're one of those survivors who will then be established, uh, experienced, and then you will have the basis to mm. continue and to thrive. So yeah. I think that's very important advice. Sad, you know, sadly, um, a, a, lot of, a lot of businesses um, have, have had to obviously shut their doors. Far too many. Far too, way, way, way too many. I think the, the stats came out a few days ago. I, I don't remember the number, but it was horrific. It was, it, it, was, it was devastating. There's a global stat of 21% of small businesses have gone under already. 21% globally. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people losing lives. The thing about small business as well is that um, it, it is such a, a, a hand-in-mouth situ situation for many people. And if you say 21% globally, the amount of people that it has personally touched from a financial point of view, no matter health points of view, that's just it's shocking. That's sure. Shocking. And I mean, no, we're not advocating for big businesses to go under yeah. because obviously big businesses employ no, thousands of people and, and yeah. you don't want thousands of unemployed people. Yeah. But uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's a difficult time. Yeah. And uh, look, we just wish everyone the best. Yeah. What are some of the tools that you've done to keep yourself afloat, Dad? Um, very difficult. Because you're, um, you're, you're a very creative guy. I mean... Uh... So, obviously, we diversified a little bit. Already being in the digital space gave yeah. us some good standing in certain sectors. So, uh, sadly, the events industry and entertainment industry in general took quite a, a substantial knock during yeah. this period because they were completely unable to trade. Those of them that did adjust and pivot, which is one of the, the buzzwords at yeah. the moment, uh, approached us for for digital i mean from small things like uh, funerals and memorial services yeah. in terms of a zoom broadcasting that to family members who can't join especially yeah. overseas things like that um to larger projects where large corporates would have had a seminar or or a large training event or something yeah. like that where you assist them in digitizing that um and i think it, it <sighs> It's difficult to predict what will happen. We've got a lot of like webinar fatigue going on where people Absolutely. are sick and tired of it. Yeah. Um, and, but you've also got this element of the large corporates having to be forced out of their habits. Yeah. You know, every year we do this type of event. Mm. Now they're sort of realizing, hey, hold on, the digital space allows you to do quite a lot. Mm. Um, and it can be a lot cheaper yeah. at times, you know, so... Yeah instead of flying everyone in from Cape Town to mm. a seminar in Joburg, mm. how's about they stay in Cape Town, they stay productive mm. without having to fly hotels, whatever, like mm. a lot of wasted time. Stay productive. They only dedicate two hours of their time towards this. Mm. Um, the One of the biggest benefits to that is that 
not only have they had to pay huge attention during that two-hour event for the training, yeah. they then follow it up with having that as a resource that they can return to. Absolutely. You know, mm. so there's a lot of a, a, a lot of new thinking mm. that's come around that stemmed from this. Mm. But once again, as I say, mm. you've got this webinar fatigue where everyone's so sick of Zoom and their computer yeah. screens mm. that you, you're... You imagine the events industry will thrive once again once this is all over because it's just such a huge desire to get together as people. And, yeah. and I mean, another thing is that uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of big uh, big corporates, um, and, and I say this from experience, especially in South Africa, are very, were in the past very rigid. Uh, about sure. the, uh, about the way they went uh, about doing their business. Um, it's and, actually and, a global issue, but yeah. And, and well, I, I, I speak from from experience. Yeah. Um, and, and 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 they would stick to and, and you you touched on that. They would stick to doing certain things in a certain way. And you come to them and approach them with the, with a product, a digital product, uh, or, or new way of doing stuff. And they would be so rigid and wouldn't move on 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 that. So they've they've almost now been forced to to mm. to open up their to take off the blinkers and, and say right. So this is the the new way of things. And, and that could only uh, mean good things for, 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 for this sort of platform in the future, but I think that's absolutely the case. Yeah. And, and beyond me and beyond the benefits for me, etc., yeah. I think it's just uh, an acceleration of a direction that the world was possibly going in anyway. Yeah. Um, but I think another thing that lockdown gave people just to return to this and beyond the monotony of, of the entrepreneurial world and, yeah. and business yeah. um, one of the big things that people seem to do is cook. You know, we, we started to develop relationships with food again, being at home and not getting as much takeout I'll, and, th I'll, and things I'll like nev that. I've never, lost, uh, I've never lost touch with cooking and being around food anyway. So, for, you know, for me, it was just, that was one part of, of this lockdown that, that, that was a, um, what's the word? That, that was, a non-change. It was a non-change. It was a familiar. Yeah. Because uh, that's what, I, what, what, I, what I've always done. And, and I picked it up as well, that people were really, really uh, coming up with great challenges as well on social media about cooking. And, and I think that's not because I, I have an awesome relationship with food. Well, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I picked that up as well. Man, I, I've developed a real joyous space at home, you know, yeah, got yeah. the Xbox on and mm. going mad on there, and, mm. you know, enough YouTube and Netflix and stuff to keep you busy. Yeah. It's, um, a, it's amazing how this lockdown's forced people to actually enjoy what they have. Yeah. I, mean, and I, I, mean, I spent hours and hours on, 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 on FIFA with my nephew as well. So uh, and it's, just enjo it's, it's just enjoying stuff you, you sort of neglect, uh, uh, that you've actually worked really hard for to yeah, get it, you know? To get yeah. it, and then, and then it sort of sits there. Yeah. Um, so, look, uh, I've, I've enjoyed it a lot. Um, didn't enjoy the financial stress, no, no, but uh, it brings me great joy to be at home, you know. Yeah, I remember I speaking to you during lockdown, and you were saying to me, Look, I love being at home. If someone can just pay me to do this, I'm yeah. happy. It's, 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 yeah. it. yeah. it's absolutely it. So, so, luckily, there was some work that I could do at home and mm. I could get through, even though there was a couple jobs that were really difficult. And you know, 72 hours straight, yeah, where your eyes are like drooping. Yeah. Um, I had to get to a chiropractor a couple of weeks ago because my back was just killing me from sitting in front of a computer for so long. Okay. But um, yeah, uh, I, I enjoy being at home. Okay. Oh, that's cool. That's cool, man. So, brother, let's get into it. All right. The Pattern Marker Show. 
I'm really, you know what, bud? We we were chatting about this off air a little bit as well. Do we do we call it off air? Do we call this sort of? Do we say off air? Yeah. Okay. So I still say off air, but it's, <laughs> it might be my own habits. Uh, so we were chatting about this a little bit earlier on, and we pretty pretty excited about trying to get the show off the ground again because we had a lot of fun and we had awesome feedback uh, from the show. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm really excited to at at the prospect of doing it, and yep. and I think there's a few nitty-gritties that we need to just get out the way to to really implement doing a podcast together and trying to do it regularly enough that people are are able to connect with us yeah. in that way that we discussed earlier. Yeah. I'm really excited to be able to do it. Um, and I really enjoyed us just having a conversation like this now. Yeah. So, uh, which has actually made things more difficult because my concept for it was to yeah. be very overproduced because we came from, from the music radio thing. So all of our... Uh, all of our content was segmented. Yeah. You know, it was it was short segments. It's yeah. like nothing longer than two minutes, so yeah. that you don't break away from the music for too long and whatever. Mm. And um, this conversation has been very long form, organic, mm. Mm. and and not as segmented. Yeah. And I've really enjoyed it. So it's actually made it a little more difficult for me to think of like how would one approach it because I've really enjoyed this as well yeah I think I think you know I think we do what we've always done we sort of always felt our way through through the content we produce and through the 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 radio shows we produce so we always felt our way through it and I think that's the best way to go about it you can have a a set sort of idea of how do you want to go about doing something uh, and then it just naturally evolves um, into something that, like you said, you'd never ever have imagined it, it could work, and then it absolutely, you know, sort of does work. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, the, 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 the obviously post radio on air days for me has been, I've spent quite a bit of time behind the microphone as well as a voiceover artist, uh, but you sort of miss this, you know, you sort of yeah. miss coming in here and, and just giving so much of who you are behind a microphone you know almost letting it out having a chat with a good mate so i've really missed this a lot and i'm looking forward to it i think i think uh i think we could we could actually do some good work brother i agree with you completely it's my my favorite thing in the world to do i think um besides maybe playing drums and a few other things how's that Um, going have you had some good products no uh difficult very I mean, you, you, you just had four months at home, but so you, you, you didn't pull out the old drum set? Uh, I live in a complex now, so <laughs> okay, a bit so noisy, that might not but I do have my electric drum set up and I do get behind them here and there, but okay. uh, it's just not the same. But in saying that, mm. um, you know, a lot of work, of voiceover work, which of course we always appreciate and enjoy, yeah. uh, a lot of the technical stuff, a lot of video editing and audio editing and, and actual technical audio uh, engineering yeah. the whole time. Um, great, I, I enjoy it, nothing wrong with it, and the just general entrepreneurial administration, yeah. all the, just the general entrepreneurial work, cool, great yeah. part of it, whatever, but it's just not like this, it's yeah. just not like doing a show. Ah, so I think it's, uh, they call it the, because I always wondered what this bug was, because I spent many years on radio, and, and I, I, I never, I didn't, I couldn't understand the word bug, or the radio, but it only struck me when I got off the air, Oh, so that's what that's the, what they mean. That's what the bug was, um, and uh, luckily, like I said, we, we could still go on to uh, do some internet radio and stuff like that, which was so so cool. Um, but which we stopped, unfortunately. Um, so hey, dude, there's there's a there's a there's a doorway open here, man. Certainly is a doorway, and uh, I'd love to give the reemergence of the show. Um, 
I, I don't want to deliver all our content now right away and I also don't want to take you away from your day. Yeah. But I would love to have another discussion with you. And I think what would be great for people to hear and comment below if you think it's a good idea. Um, a behind the scenes of the nitty gritty of how radio worked, perhaps with us in particular. Because yeah. I think one of the things that people don't... And something that we, we'd have to maybe develop on that we were saying earlier mm. is that this preparedness of radio and people might assume, oh, okay, when you hear a Roger Good show, when you hear something that was like produced by someone else where it's a song mm. for Roger Good, mm. that's like the preparation, but not necessarily yeah. because even the stuff that sounds on the fly, sounds off the cuff, yeah. it, it's, it can be a myth. Yeah. And a lot of the time, the best radio is that. It's yeah. it's this acting like, yeah. hey, I just said this because that was just part of our natural conversation. I, I, think, I think in there, the magic of radio uh, still lies that um, that something could sound completely, completely off the cuff uh, and, and completely just a spur of the moment thing. But it has actually taken... Uh, a, good, a large amount of preparation. A good half an hour to sit down and, and discuss how you, you introduce a bit of content onto a show or how you run about some content. So that's, you know, that's the magic of radio. That's what we love. And I think that's where we are so compatible uh, in terms of what we, in terms of what we, the output we like to, to have on a radio show. And I'm, I'm again, I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, doing some good stuff again. Y your idea was so you, you would like to give a bit of a sneak pre preview, sneak peek. <laughs> Uh, look, comment below. If you're excited to hear Pat and Marco's show, tell us what sort of content you're looking for. Do you like this long format conversation? Do you, are you looking for more of that Pat and Marco produce stuff that we're bragging about that we can like, <laughs> overproduce a show yeah. and, and have it like literally bang, 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 bang. Yeah. Um, and also let us know if you'd like to just hear another conversation perhaps on this podcast rather than on our joint podcast, just about the the behind the scenes of how we did that type of radio where it's the, the on the fly off the cuff sounding stuff that mm. took all that prep beforehand. Mm. Uh, and we can have a few examples of... We do have audio samples and everything yeah. available for that, so... Uh, we like her. It'll be good, a good reminder to me as well of, you know, all the hard work we did in the past, man. Of the good old days. We sound like 90-year-old men. You're not 90? No, no, <laughs> not yet, but uh, still a few years. What a lot of people don't understand is that we're the same age. No, we're not. Well, you look great, buddy. <laughs> That's why I love you. That's why I love you, Marco. Once again, thank you so much for watching the show. Big thank you to Patrick Hayworth. This episode of the Marco Martin's Revolution was brought to you by Vodcast TV. Visit vodcasttv.com forward slash revolution for 20% off your first order. That's vodcasttv.com forward slash revolution for 20% off your first order of your podcast. Bye-bye.